This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. It's my first episode, so I'm sponsoring myself. I'm uh, very generous. Hope you enjoy. It's Sunday, August 11th. I'm Greg Ott. This is The Latest. We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids, wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. But think how we think about it. That is Joe Biden making a series of gaffes this weekend on the campaign trail, leading some to question his mental acuity. It's starting to seem like the only way to keep Biden from his speaking is to do what he knows best and stick to a script that he plagiarized in the 80s. It's worth pointing out these misstatements vastly pale in comparison to the errors Mr. Trump makes on a minute-by-minute basis, like honoring the dead in Toledo after the Dayton shooting or saying I love you to his daughter Tiffany. Now, these mistakes obviously are not on the same level. Joe Biden makes cheerful, fatherly flubs. Come on, Dad, you weren't vice president during that mass shooting. You were vice president during that other mass shooting. Mr. Trump just isn't a detail-oriented guy, which is why he struggles to spell seven-letter words like council and Melania. But what these incidents say to me is that these men are painfully old. Joe Biden is 76. Even his hair plugs are of age to buy beer. And Mr. Trump is 73, just five years shy of his IQ. The current age of retirement is 66, which means you were born in 1955. The year Elvis was on TV for the first time, Rosa Parks wouldn't give up her seat on the bus, and if you wanted to send somebody a snap, it was through a singing telegram. In the last debate, Biden got trashed for mixing up his website and his campaign text message number. Who can blame him? When he was a kid, if you wanted to use the phone, you had to get permission from the operator. Mr. Trump is even worse. Despite loving pornography, the man doesn't use a computer. He has staff members print out emails like your mom prints out a Google map. And he doesn't even type his tweets. He reads them out loud, like Fred Flintstone barking into his dictabird. Except in this case, Fred Flintstone has nukes, and the bird is the eagle on top of a swastika. Yeah, look, I know this all sounds pretty ageist, but that is not my point. Plenty of people do great things well into their senior years. Sylvester Stallone is 73 and still starring in action films, despite the fact that he's a ball of wax covered in olive oil. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is 86 and doing just fine. She just needs to be well-maintained like the Statue of Liberty when it's under construction. Warren Buffett is 88 years old and eats McDonald's for breakfast every single day, which is a pretty good indication that Mr. Trump will live to be 1,000. My point is that these senior moments are a big deal not because they are old, but because there are plenty of people who were not raised on Leave It to Beaver who can determine what to do about things like 8chan, facial recognition, or Alaska becoming a tropical resort. Look, I like Joe Biden. And if he's the Democratic nominee, I'll vote for him even if he's in a coma. But before we get there, I'm hoping there's a moment where everyone says, okay, do we really want another old man? I just think it'd be nice to have someone who's a little bit younger. Like 70. And that's the latest, written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott. Let me know what you think, if you like it, if you hate it, I do not care, at underscore Greg Ott on Twitter. See you soon. And by that, I mean hear you soon. And by that, I mean you will hear me soon. And by soon, I mean as soon as you hear this. Uh, you, You get the bit.